This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Secret Service is now investigating how a small bag of suspected cocaine was found in the White House. On Sunday night, employees were briefly evacuated after a white powdery substance was discovered in a small dime-sized bag. That's according to a Secret Service official. President Biden was not at the White House at the time. Willie Geist on MSDNC, a small dime-sized bag. Now, is that a bag the size of a dime? Because that's a very small bag. Or is he trying unsuccessfully to use drug lingo? Not a bright bunch of people. Boom, bada, 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 bada. And I love the left-wing hack Harvard Law School clown Ellie Honig on CNN. Yeah. Boy, in the complaints, they're talking about three major things where a speech was trampled on the lead up to a presidential election about the corrupt Biden family. The laptop, Hunter Biden's passive aggressive attempt to expose his father, leaving it for people to find it, just like uh, the daughter who showered with him and, you know, through inappropriate uh, ages and and uh, she left the diary at the halfway house with a drug rehab. Seems like the family's going very well. Uh, and uh, passive-aggressive, much? I think so. Yeah, so Ellie Honig, who went to Harvard, he uh, said, yeah, God, they're focused on the laptop and all the Hunter Biden and how, and how the FBI intervened and went to the people at Twitter and Facebook who are big Democrat Party donors, of course, the then-owner Jack Dorsey of Twitter. And he's Rasputin, and he's a huge Democrat Party lefty. And, and of course, Mark Zuckerberg. Um, I still hope they uh, fight, you know, the Mark Zuckerberg and, and Elon Musk. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, how dare they talk about election integrity? we got to crush that. Can't have that. That's another sign that there's something wrong there, right, when it comes to election integrity. And, and Ellie Honig from Harvard Law School and CNN are championing the cause of crushing public discourse on the subject, that's a red flag, ladies and gentlemen, and the Hunter Biden laptop and the emails, all true. And the lab leak, they had to they had to trample that. Can't talk about that. Vote by mail, it's the mail out ballots by the millions and millions on ballot harvesting. Can't talk about that. These are not free speech people. The Democrat Party is not a free speech party. They are not a First Amendment party. They are not a Second Amendment party. Uh, again, the other the uh, web design story, that was a religious liberties and free speech uh, issue before the Supreme Court. Whether you can be compelled to produce speech with which you disagree, and the Democrats say, yes, you can, and they will put a gun to your head and pull the trigger back just like their man, Chairman Mao, advised them, all power comes from the barrel of a gun, and the government is that gun and they will put that gun to your head. 
They will cock the hammer, and they will tell you what to produce. But, of course, when the news is bad for them, they will trample that speech, and they have the FBI involved, federal government agencies in Washington or Moscow or wherever we are, uh, demanding, just cajoling, massaging, as ACLU-loving liberal Democrat journalist but truth-teller Matt Taibbi, there's still a couple of those left, not many, explained that it is the federal government uh, compelling, cajoling, massaging, pushing private industry to trample free speech. Sig Heil, meine fascist Schatzi. And Ellie Honig, he's a little fascist, a little Harvard fascist. They produce a lot of fascists there. So... Uh, and uh, also the other story, negative posts about the economy, trampled. Uh, satirical accounts, parody accounts about the Bidens, trampled. This is the stuff of third worlds. This is not a first world country when this becomes the norm. And the Democrat Party, and that includes the news media, demands that this be normalized, just like gender-fluid kindergarten. Right? Negative posts about Joe Biden, trampled. And the federal judge in question, uh, Terry Doherty, who's now under attack, a Trump appointee, uh, actually honors the Constitution, the Gateway Pundit writes, accusing the Biden regime of violating the First Amendment by censoring unfavorable views of the Biden administration, the Biden campaign, the Biden family, and Democrats in general. 155-page opinion. And the judge wrote, during the COVID-19 pandemic, a period perhaps best characterized by widespread doubt and uncertainty, the United States government seems to have assumed the role similar to an Orwellian ministry of truth, Judge Doherty wrote in his opinion. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Judge Doherty blasted the Biden regime and said the censorship of conservative views is quite telling, and it was only conservative views. And the FBI was brought to bear. And the federal government and Joe Biden, and now and the news media supports a trend. They're supposed to be the custodians, the garter, the, the, the people that guard our free speech rights, and instead they undermine and attack. And Judge Doherty wrote, This targeted suppression of conservative ideas is a perfect example of viewpoint discrimination of political speech. He wrote, American citizens have the right to engage in free debate about the significant issues affecting our country. The evidence produced thus far depicts an almost dystopian scenario. A federal judge, and it's the Democrats and Biden and the corrupted FBI, and the FBI, make no mistake, was corrupt and corrupted by the Democrats. The Democratic Party isn't. All right, and we have uh, more of the uh, CNN propaganda and uh, my alma mater, another propaganda outlet for the left, not liberals, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. You know, the Disney people cut that out. They don't, have, they don't say, that's what they used to say, um, you know, boys and girls, children of all ages, right? And now they don't say boys and girls anymore because they don't recognize the existence of gender. That's science, the Genome Project, the Human Genome Project, led by the United States of America and people that used to call themselves liberals at the University of California. 
chromosomes, double helixes. The Democrat Party has rejected all of that. These are sick times. There is a dark age coming, and the left is pushing it. And we are standing up against that effort and fighting against it. Here is this uh, left-wing radical extremist fascist named uh, Eli Honig uh, from Harvard Law School. And uh, he's not a professor. He just went to law school there. Like Barack Obama. Mm, yeah. Thankfully, however, there were a couple of uh, good guys who went there. Ted Cruz went to Harvard Law School. Remember uh, the uh, lifetime Democrat law professor emeritus, Alan Dershowitz, said that Ted Cruz was one of the great students he ever had. Asked about um, Barack Obama. He said something like, yeah, he went there too. You know, not the brightest bulb. Senator Tom Cotton, also Harvard Law School, then joined the Army, became a combat infantryman, even though they wanted him to go into the legal corps, the, you know, the uh, judge advocate general corps, the JAG corps, to be a lawyer for the Army. He said, no, I want a rifle. I want to go into combat. Uh, he'd be a hero if he were a Democrat, but the Democrats would lynch him, which is another one of the Democrat Party's customs and part of their history. Here is Ellie Honig on uh, CNN uh, doing propaganda for the, the international left. The plaintiffs allege that the defendants here were trying to unfairly, illegally influence the way social media companies coverage and post coverage of these issues. So now here's the defendant's response. They say, first of all, this is a legitimate government function. We're supposed to look out for the safety and the well-being of the public. And we're supposed to be fighting against what we perceive as disinformation. The defendants also argued there was no coercion or suppression. No one was punished for what they put up. No social media company was ever faced with any penalties. And finally, they argued there was no injury. Nobody was hurt. They corrupted the presidential election. They're fascists. It is not a legitimate goal of the federal government and the United States of America, maybe in the Soviet Union, in communist China and North Korea. It is not a legitimate role of a, a function of the government to trample free speech that's detrimental to one political party, in this case, the Democrat Party, to one presidential campaign, in this case, the Biden campaign. The FBI's role is not to contact social media companies that already lean very, very heavily Democrat and tell them to disallow the sharing of stories that are detrimental to, but listen to the fake outrage in his voice. Do you hear this? He's, he's bristling with anger. I think his, his panties must have been caught in some sort of a wedge there, Ellie Honig. And uh, honestly, that's a legitimate role of government. And what fascist country is that? Harvard boy, boy, boy. And there was no harm, really. First of all, there was. They, they, they tampered with the presidential election. Uh, secondly, that you know the truth didn't come out about a presidential candidate. And polls after the election found that if people had been aware of this news and aware that it, that it was true before the election, it would have affected the way they voted on election day. So that's harm, moron. Harvard Law School. Right? I went to Santa Barbara City College. I know more about the law than you did, and I didn't even finish that. So uh, take your indignation, and uh, uh, well, let's go before I say something. <laughs> and and uh, Hunter Biden laptop story, no big deal. Uh, the lab leak theory on uh, Wuhan Red Death, which they lied to us about. The, the laptop, which they lied to us about, which the 51 uh, 
so-called intelligence officials lied to us about. That was a disinformation operation, an intelligence operation run by our intelligence community against the American people, against us, on behalf of the Biden campaign and the Democrat Party, uh, spearheaded by well-known Democrats, including penitentiary face Brennan, who, of course, voted for the Communist Party candidate for the presidency of the United States, Gus Hall. And if you talked about the lab leak, uh, the, it wasn't a theory. It was obvious. It couldn't have been more obvious. And now everybody's quietly admitted because the lie was over. The jig was up. And uh, that's that. Uh, don't talk about election integrity. We'll crush your free speech if you talk about election integrity. Again, another red flag. They don't want you to talk about it. That should be uh, uh, another area of concern. <laughs> Why wouldn't they want you to talk about that? Do they have something to hide? Did anyone here have a mother? Why are you lying to me? Do you have something to hide? Why didn't you tell me that? Do you have something to hide? Honestly, did you people, are you the spawn of Satan? Uh, let's go to this uh, clown. I'm getting a little tired of him, though. The court ruled that if proven, by the way, a very big if, if proven, the present case arguably involves the most massive attack against free speech in United States history. Yeah, and the federal government and the FBI, federal law enforcement, and to protect a political party. And we later learned that everything that they suppressed turned out to be A, true, and B, detrimental to the Biden campaign and the Democratic Party. Now, if you're too stupid or too dishonest, Ellie Honig, to put those pieces together. This is like, you know, they make those jigsaw puzzles for three-year-olds that have five pieces and they're all the size of the kid's hand and you put them together. Oh, now I see the picture. But uh, the reality is he's not that stupid. He's that dishonest. He's that corrupt. That's who Ellie Honig is. He's proving it here. Uh, the, the pieces couldn't be more, more obvious. Ellie Honig. The judge has said, here's what this means. There needs to be a line of separation between essentially the entire executive branch, White House on down, and all the major social media companies, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Google. Now, the judge has said there is to be no contact regarding protected free speech. Okay, but what does that mean? Can there be any contact at all? Uh, I got it. They've already uh, proved that they have abused this power corruptly for political gain. And this guy went to Harvard Law School. Honestly, he should be on trial. That's it. It's the country we're creating. Um, of course, he shouldn't really be on trial. That was hyperbole uh, and uh, was identified as such. Obvious hyperbole. These people. These people. This is the left. They're un-American. They're anti-American. Oh, yeah, wait, I still haven't gotten to their 4th of July hate. Um, because this is the, the Democratic Party isn't. You know, as you plan for your financial future, it's important to set yourself up for success. That's the whole point. And if you've got a high credit score, you know, you've got more power than you might think. Now is the time to leverage that score and consolidate your debt as interest rates are doubtless going to continue to rise. Time to pay off your credit cards. Pay them off faster with a low fixed rate loan from Lightstream. Credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream can help you pay off your credit cards and lock in a low fixed interest rate. 
Their rates at Lightstream start at 8.99% APR with auto pay and your excellent credit. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000 with absolutely no fees for you because you know me. You can even get your money as soon as the day that you apply. Now, just for my listeners, that's you too. Apply right now, get a special additional interest rate discount and save even more of your hard-earned money. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash plant. That is, of course, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash P-L-A-N-T-E. Don't forget that E. Subject to good credit approval, rates range from 8.99% APR to 24.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires your excellent credit terms and conditions. Plan over su- subject change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash plant for more information. Yes, sir. Yeah, we've got a media that's... Um, pro-government censorship, anti-free speech, anti-religious liberties, because they're not liberals, they're the left. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear, around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Uh, let's uh, take a telephone call, Michael. Let's go to let's go to Allen, calling from Chicago, Illinois, listening on the great WLS. Allen, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Chris, how are you? I'm great. Chris, a great, a great example of how the media worked against us and worked against the truth was the uh, authors of the Great Barrington Declaration. You really didn't hear their names, but they were threatened. They were not only ignored by the media, but they were threatened in their careers at the universities that they served on. Uh, funding was withheld. They were vilified. There are more examples than just, you know, Dr. Bhattacharya from Stanford, in fact, admitted recently on a television program that his career was threatened. This is a Stanford professor of epidemiology. All we got was the Fauci line, the Burks line, and the Collins line. And it's really a disgrace because it put our lives in, in jeopardy. You know, during the three years of of the virus since uh, the beginning of uh, 2020, we never heard that 5% of those who died died only with COVID and that 75% had four comorbidities or more. We were never told that. We were told kids can't go to school. We were told don't walk the beaches. We were told go home and stay in a room where everybody will infect each other. It's a sad story, and it's a disgrace what happened to us. But the media was responsible, along with the cooperation of the Democratic Party and particularly the teachers' union. You bet your bottom dollar. And it's anti-intellectual. It is anti-free speech. It's anti-truth. And it's pro-state dominance. 
Bill de Blasio, the creepy now former mayor of New York City, the city that never sweeps. Haven't even gotten to Fourth of July weekend violence yet and all the mass shootings since I left. Uh, Not a white supremacist in the bunch. Am I right about that? Nine uh, people shot in uh, Washington, D.C. after midnight last night, early this morning. Uh, And uh, 4th of July last night, fireworks. Uh, It was a mass shooting. It's not like uh, it was nine separate incidents. Uh, One of, I think, a nine-year-old kid and a 17-year-old. And nine uh, shot uh, police are looking for a Democrat. That's the only description they've been able to give thus far. While I was gone... I think uh, what in uh, Baltimore, 30 people shot, two killed, 28 wounded. And uh, the governor uh, finally, I guess, uh, said something about it yesterday. He's a Democrat. He's planning on running for president, too, by the way. Uh, Oh, yeah. And also, I was reminded I was talking about Michael Imperioli and how he now forbids bigots and homophobes from watching anything that he's ever been in, like the moron that he is. The Sopranos is full of racist and homophobic scenes and shows and episodes and storylines about one of the tough guy Soprano guys who turns out to be a closeted gay guy. That's one. And the, uh, you know, uh, black family at a restaurant and is, you know, uh, cracks about welfare checks. And uh, Sopranos full of racist stuff, full of homophobic stuff. So uh, don't watch that. Um, (laughs) Democrats. Democrats. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, yeah, in uh, Baltimore, uh, police are looking for a Democrat. 30 people shot looking for actually multiple Democrats, I, I think, in that one. Pretty amazing stuff. Also, the, uh, the D.C. man charged in, uh, uh, in D.C., uh, D.C. man, naturally, after deadly carjacking spree where uh, the individual who is a Democrat murdered an off-duty Metro bus driver and he murdered two dogs. Now, that will turn the Democrats against him because PETA, you know, people eating tasty animals, they, uh, they love animals, they hate people. That's one of the things about these leftists. They, you know, power comes from the barrel of a gun, just like Chairman Mao said, and they've killed more people than any gang of murderers in the history of the world. Um, man has been charged actually allegedly shot and killed a man and killed two dogs during a carjacking spree and a spate of crimes spanning Prince George's County and the District of Columbia Sunday afternoon, uh, according to the Prince George's County Police Department. Authorities arrested Dayon Ross, 22 years old, charged uh, Dayon with first and second degree murder. I don't know how they do that. They always do that, though. Killed uh, And armed carjacking, assault, firearms offenses, aggravated cruelty to an animal, and additional charges. Sure. Many killed was 54-year-old Kurt Modeste, and uh, Metro bus driver, and he murdered him because he was raised with no values and no regard for human life. And so he goes around murdering people, and he uh, stole a car with three dogs, and he murdered two of them. But to show that he's a person of mercy, he didn't murder the third dog. See, that's the these people. Can I just say these people? Uh, also, the uh, the mayor of New York, he is a terrible, awful, terrible, awful person. Yeah, I think we were supposed to have mailbag today, but I don't think we do, do we? We didn't have any questions. 
Oh, sure. Well, I've been gone. I, uh, well, we'll see what we can uh, do about that. That's, uh, we'll, we'll straighten that out. The mailbag. We'll try to get it in. Tomorrow is Thursday. The day after that is Friday. We will uh, see what we can do. Now, uh, back to uh, Mayor de Blasio. Um, here's the story in the Daily Caller. Bill de Blasio reveals his wife and he will sleep with other people while they're uh, still married and living together because they're Democrats. <laughs> and uh, they're just going to kill. It's like the Clintons, but they say it out loud. Former New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, who was a disaster and uh, is responsible for many murders, and his wife, Charlene McRae, who was a disaster and uh, made hundreds of millions of dollars disappear to no effect, announced via the New York Times on Wednesday, that's today, that they're planning to date other people while still living together and being married, uh, naturally. The decision to, uh, it's just, it, 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 that's really all you need to know, isn't it? That's the whole thing. Because they're Democrats, and uh, you know, if you ever see them in public and you have a black light on you, uh, wave it over them, or don't. Mmm. Vaccination. Mmm. <laughs> I'm getting a very good feeling about vaccination right this moment. There he is. That's uh, Bill de Blasio. He's a Democrat, Democrat mayor. Pretty, uh, pretty amazing stuff. And the uh, the Democrats, you know, they hate uh, they hate the Fourth of July. We still have a. Uh, they also hate free speech. Let's go back to uh, CNN for just a moment. And their uh, their clown Errol Lewis, Errol Lewis, who uh, thinks that the federal government should trample free speech on behalf of the Democrat Party because that's real good. Here's Errol Lewis on CNN. These agencies all use social media. They don't just, you know, sort of censor it and weigh in on it and ask a question here and there. They're propagating really important information about public health, about public transportation, about safety and security. Um, For them to now suddenly have a hands-off attitude and let anything uh, run rampant across all of these platforms would just be radical. It It would be a very different kind of a country that we have. It's hard to imagine how they could do their work uh, effectively. Yeah, if they didn't censor speech that was detrimental to the Democratic Party in an election season. Deutschland, Deutschland, über alles. These people are as un-American as any gang of commies I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, for them to have the FBI to have a hands-off attitude to trampling free speech in social media. This is about information dominance, and the Democrats recognized very early on that Silicon Valley was going to help them control the flow of information in the 21st century. And they got into bed with them, and they had sex with them, and they threw money around, and billions and hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars uh, being bandied about. It would be radical, he said, for the federal government and the FBI to not trample free speech. It would be a different country. Yeah, it'd be the United States of America. And they couldn't do their work effectively if they didn't snuff out the flame of liberty, because that's their job. Um, That's Errol Lewis. He's on CNN. If anybody can say whatever they want, propagate any kind of, you know, conspiracy theory, false information, misinformation, across these gigantic <laughs> platforms, the government would have to do something just to be able to tell us about, you know, the weather or whether or not roads are blocked, that sort of a thing. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, you intellectually disjointed numbskull, you dimwit. If anyone can say anything they want, 
spread misinformation. Oh, you mean like John Brennan did and uh, 51 so-called intelligence officials, including Dana Bash's ex-husband, well, one of her ex-husbands, who lied to us and spread misinformation and disinformation about the laptop having all the earmarks of Russian disinformation when that was a fatuous political lie, a corruption uh, of our political system and our presidential election. But other than that, anyone could say anything they want. That is Western civilization in the United States of America, Hitler boy. Put on your Hitler pants and go back to Hitler school. Hitler. Everybody's Hitler, aren't they? That's the... There, and uh, and in Chicago, how many people were shot over the Fourth of July weekend? No, they st- they stopped keeping track. Have you noticed that? They stopped keeping track. They I I can't even find the summary from this because it's kind of a four day weekend. Um, I do know that last year, last year in uh, Chicago, it was uh, for was it last year? I think maybe it was two years ago actually, where there were. Huge numbers, just gigantic numbers. 108 people shot over the 4th of July weekend uh, because, you know, that's, that's what the Democrats, that's what they do. And the police are looking for Democrats in every single case. 108 people shot over one 4th of July weekend. Why would that be a problem? That was 2021. That was, that was two years ago. 108 people shot one weekend, and every single one of them shot by a Democrat. Pretty amazing. And over the weekend in Washington, D.C., no Republicans shot and killed two dogs or any Metro bus drivers, but a Democrat did. See, so we got that uh, got that going on. Fourth of July weekend, long weekend, more chance, more opportunity for Democrats to kill and shoot. Speaking of Democrats... Uh, They hate America, don't they? And there is a uh, Democrat congressman by the name of Jamal Bowman. He's New York. He's from New York, where uh, murders are off the charts and crime, too. He uh, he wrote on his Twitter account yesterday on the 4th of July to commemorate our nation's 247th birthday. You know, 250 coming up in three years. President Trump has vowed the whole year will be dedicated to that 250th anniversary. The Democrats have vowed to burn banks and overturn police cars and to shoot a lot of people. Congressman Jamal Bowman, Democrat, radical, leftist, anti-American, racist, he's black, and uh, and he's a racist. And uh, he typed yesterday, this July 4th, we must remember that we stand on stolen land toiled by enslaved Africans. Was it stolen from the deer? I think it was stolen from the deer, wasn't it? We must remember that we stand on stolen land, toiled by enslaved Africans, and recommit ourselves to the fight for freedom, equality, and justice, so that these ideals are accessible to everyone. Oh, why didn't Thomas Jefferson think of that? Not just a privileged few, says one of the privileged few. He's a member of Congress, doubtless a multimillionaire by corrupt means as a member of Congress. We are not free until everyone is truly free. Well, that's why the United States of America has been liberating hundreds of millions of people for a long, long time. Take a look at the 20th century. I reminded uh, people on my Newsmax program 
uh, Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern on uh, Newsmax. I reminded, as we uh, talked yesterday about the 4th of July, that the entire planet Earth would be one giant slave ship were it not for the efforts undertaken by the United States of America and the U.S. military in the 20th century alone. Were it not for the United States and only the United States of America, the greatest, freest country in the history of the world, and the United States military, the Nazis would have won. They would have defeated uh, the British, and that would have been it. They already had the rest of Western Europe. The Soviets had uh, all of the East Bloc, uh, and uh, so on. The Chinese uh, Communist, 1949, Mao, uh, would have all of it. And, and the, the uh, Imperial Japanese, of course, had we not defeated them. My father, of course, uh, defeated them both single-handedly. All right, well, not single-handedly. With the help of 16.5 million other American men that went to war in World War II. Uh, were it not for the United States, and the United States alone, the entire planet would be dominated to this day by totalitarian regimes who believe that all power comes from the barrel of a gun like the Democrat Party does because they're the left and they're not liberals. And, uh, you know, a rifle butt to your cheek would be uh, the order of the day. And there would be no free speech anywhere in the world were it not for the United States of America. You're welcome. Honestly, you're welcome. All right, now speaking of liberals, was I speaking of liberals? Ben and Jerry, these uh, radical left-wing, morbidly obese Democrats. Ben and Jerry, they make ice cream, which you should never, ever buy again. I kind of like that Cherry Garcia, but these guys are fascist pigs. Listen to this. Ben and Jerry's claims U.S. exists on stolen indigenous land. That's the headline in the New York Post. And that's just like Democrat congressman who's in the Democrat Party leadership, isn't he? Jamal Bowman. And he's a leader. Um, ben and Jerry's, they release 4th of July message calling for stolen indigenous land to be returned, which is pretty hilarious because they actually live on stolen indigenous land and their big factory from which they get very, very rich under terrible capitalism. Uh, and then they give money to uh, drug cartels, I think, whatever they do with their hundreds of millions. American ice cream company Ben & Jerry's released a message on the 4th of July arguing the United States was, quote, founded on stolen indigenous land. If only they had had, um, you know, industry and libraries and architecture and engineering and ships and culture and language and um, literacy. Uh, perhaps they could have engaged with the Europeans and everything would have been a little bit different. And they weren't uh, throwing children into volcanoes, so they got more rain next year and things like that. That the government should commit to returning it. Now, how exactly does that work, you moron? <laughs> what a couple of morons. How many hundreds of millions of dollars do you think they're worth? They said, the United States was founded on stolen indigenous land. I, it was stolen from the deer. This 4th of July, let's commit to returning it, Ben and Jerry declared before arguing that 4th of July festivities like parades and barbecues and fireworks can distract from an essential truth about the nation's birth. Now, that's a little bit funny, but uh, these people are in incredibly ignorant, and that's your Democrat Party. They, they breed ignorant mamajamas better than any gang of ignorant mamajamas, and they kill dogs, and they kill people. And they engage in mass shootings. 
And then they scream white supremacists or something. And, and uh, by the way, they're in Vermont. They have a big factory there that a long time ago belonged to a Native American tribe. Let's start by returning that land. How about that, tubby, tubby, two by four? It's wrong for anyone to kill deer. Um, the, the reasons they're using for the deer hunt are completely falsified and, and wrong. Um, the deer are not overpopulated. Um, it only seems that way to them because we've taken their land. All right, let's say Christopher Columbus, whose tomb my best girl and I uh, visited in Seville, Spain, on our sea cruise last week, and it was great, at the cathedral in Seville, Spain. Let's say Christopher Columbus had never discovered America. I'm not making quotation marks with my fingers. He discovered America. Let's say Europeans never ventured out, never discovered America. Do you think they're there? Because the Democrats are like, well, we got to give the land back. You think there'd be electricity in North America or South America? Think there'd be light bulbs, um, cholesterol medicine, <laughs> heart surgery, telephones? Um, what do you think? Uh, the chances are about zero, roughly zero, that any of that hospitals, uh, architecture, uh, written language. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? Let's go to Senator Tim Scott yesterday. And, and uh, Vermont was uh, belonged to the Abenaki Indians. And Ben and Jerry should give all the land they own in Vermont back to the Abenaki Indians. And they should move back to Europe, wherever the hell their ridiculous families came from. Uh, Senator Tim Scott is not anti-American, like Democrat Congressman Jamal Bowman is. And he's railing on about the faces on Mount Rushmore. This is the left attacking... Uh, America, Western civilization, our history, our culture, undermining it all because they want to replace it with fascism, where there's no free speech, no freedom of religion, no right to defend yourself, uh, where criminals run free and good men die like dogs. Senator Tim Scott disagrees. Well, you know, the, the fourth is not only celebrating independence, but celebrating liberty and freedom that are synonyms for independence. I love the 4th of July because it reminds me of the men and the women who are willing to sacrifice everything for the cause of freedom. I can't think of a better day to celebrate, particularly our men in uniform, whether it's back in the blue, whether it's our military men and women. This is a great day for us to celebrate who we are. And frankly, you and I both have won the lottery of citizenship. There's not a better place to call home than America. And I can't think of a better place to celebrate than this state, the Granite State, live free or die. It's, it's, it really is synonymous with who we are as Americans. Senator Tim Scott, a great American. The Democrats launch racist attacks against him because they're the party of slavery and the Confederacy and the Klan and Jim Crow. And they're the party of hate and they hate America. Why do they hate America? <laughs> John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.